Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. He drives his sleigh, comes down the shaft, the sack of toys for Matt and Matt. A little round belly with a face that's broad. Never mind, it's just a It's gift season, what a time to be alive. Gift season for the girls. Good afternoon. Welcome to Bit Season. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. I'm Drab T-Shirt. I'm an exhausted Matt Valdez. <laughs> this is episode 16, and it is just moments after the holiday drinking Christmas extravaganza junkie show. Yes, it is the annual drinking show. It's actually the best show of the year for all the P1s, and it's the worst show of the year for producers. It's been a slog <laughs> today. Zim just left. Lurch was fanboying around for about a half an hour. I mean, Jason was trying to prove his MLB knowledge to Ryan Zimmerman all post-show. Jason never sticks around post-show, <laughs> and know. he was here... Uh, he was here for, what, 30, 40 minutes after the drinking show ended, I just ha- peppering him with with questions. Yeah, not even interesting stuff. It's stuff about L- baseball. L- Lurch was so siced in his loins for Ryan Zimmerman that when we left, he says, what's your guy's Venmo for your Christmas bonus? Oh, yeah, that was, that was, <laughs> that, that was that the was, biggest surprise in the world. That was mana from heaven right there. <laughs> I couldn't believe that happened. Before we get into the drinking show today, we got a sponsor we'd like to thank and tell you guys about. Yeah, we need to thank Magnolia. Admissions. Magnolia Admissions offers coaching on the college and law school application process uh, from mock interviews to help with personal statements. One of our P1s, Dave, he's awesome, runs Magnolia Admissions. He graduated from an Ivy League school, so you know he's a brainiac, you know he's smart, and he's conducted admissions interviews for over 15 years and has received thousands of applications as an admissions committee member. Make sure your loved one doesn't turn into AWOD. Visit magnoliaadmissions.com and mention bit season for a listener's discount. And speaking of AWOD, AWOD is out today. We could have used his help during the drinking show and for bit season. I disagree. <laughs> now, AWOD is sick. I don't think it's COVID. He just said that he didn't want to come in. It, because it's error he, on the side of caution. Yeah, and that's fine. Interesting few days here getting ready for the Christmas show. And I think the real stunner was last night we got a text from Cakes who said he wasn't coming in today. Yeah, we were scrambling our butts off trying to figure out how to involve Cakes Cakes, uh, this is why I don't understand. Cakes says, oh, I'll go into uh, the office and I'll go pick up a Comrex. I was like, well, 
uh, dummy, uh, everyone surrounded by you has COVID. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if he thought that through, but I do appreciate the effort by Cakes because this is his vacation week. He could have just punted the entire thing and said, you know, I'll hey, catch up next week or whatever. Hey, can back. you thank me a little bit? For what? Because I know you were napping yesterday when all this went down. Because this was prime drive nap time, 3.30. Yeah. All right. And then I had to noodle how we could get Cakes a Comrex and let's not keep him in the... in. Uh, or let's not have him come in studio. Let's keep him in the the area that he's in. Because I all I was thinking about is how I had to go drive into D.C., go pick up a Comrex, go drop it off at his doorstep so he could pr- participate in the show. And I noodled the idea of him picking up E.B.'s Comrex at, at his garage so that we didn't have to do any hard work. I do, I do appreciate that. It was some quick thinking by your, by you. Yeah, I was taking a, a, a siesta. That's fine. I earned it, and you know, all hell broke loose when I was when I was taking a nap. We got it figured out. Props to you. And Cakes did a, a gift swap with EB, and that was able to to work on the show today as well. Yeah, because I didn't want him to be empty-handed and just staring at uh, com- at his computer screen and only. He needed to be involved. Now, we could get to it later, but I definitely got boned out of the white elephant because there wasn't really a, a gift because Ryan brought bobbleheads and we already knew what they were. And so I was like, yeah, I'll just take Ryan's because when it got oh, around to you me. You got boned? I mean, kind of. I, I just already knew what was in there. All right. Well, you know, Ryan Zimmerman loved my gift so much that he left it here in the studio. Dude, this so is I, I'm going to let you have his. You know what? I'm looking at a, a, a guac bowl here. Like, you make your own guac. Yeah, like you would get table-side guac at Uncle Julio's. You know what? It actually looked nice when he pulled it out, but it's got a big Marshalls tag on it, and it says $9.99. <laughs> well, look at the original price. And it's got a massive, massive crack in it. This <laughs> well, wooden bowl. Well, why do you think it was on sale? And by the way, that's authentic to the Mayans, because you, you think the Mayans had a guac bowl that didn't have a, a couple cracks in them? It probably wasn't made of uh, refurbished wood. <laughs> no, but there's also a, a, a shaker, a cocktail shaker for you All right, to I'll make margaritas, that. and then uh, guacamole-infused chips. As always, the white elephant or the gift exchange gets disrespected. It's in the final few moments of the show when there's chaos. But the 9 a.m. hour was pretty packed, and we had to move the white elephant gift exchange to the end of the show because because Zim wanted to be involved in it. There's a lot of things that I want to talk about, specifically the 9 a.m. hour of the drinking show. Um, Number one, do you think it was embarrassing to have a penis pump in the gift exchange? I was worried about it. All week because I knew that that was the bit that you had planned. That How was, did you know? Well, because we talked about we talked about it before about doing some like naughty or nice thing, like way to perv up the, the holiday drinking show. And you told me that you ordered it and that you were going to stick it in into the the white elephant gift exchange because it was probably smart on your behalf because. You wanted to run it by me because Zim was coming in here and know just how inappropriate it would be. And it was inappropriate, and I was worried about hey, it. Hey, Zim laughed. And hold on. I'll get to that. <laughs> okay. And I was worried about it. Last night, I, I even thought about putting an ice pack on my chest because I was tossing and turning, <laughs> worried about Valdez's penis pump he was bringing into the studio. And I actually thought it worked out great. Thank you. Yeah. I thought it worked I'm, out a lot better than I thought. Now, I told Valdez, I said, if Zim picks up that gift tell him to grab a different one because I did not want Ryan Zimmerman opening a penis pump on the air. Right. And he actually, 
grabbed it first. And I said, Ryan, why don't you give that to somebody else? <laughs> oh, you did? I didn't yeah, yeah. pay. I, didn't I said that on air. Realize he, that. Yeah, then he handed it to Jason, then he picked up my gift. Okay. Well, the, the gift exchange was chaotic. I was happy uh, because I got... Yeah. I got EB a gift, and I was hoping that he would pick that one, and he did. He opened up the Tom Ford Brian Mitchell cologne. <laughs> that, I'm telling you, the tiniest bottle of cologne on, on it, earth. It, he pulled it out of his pocket because I asked to take a take a look at it, uh, take a whiff, and it looked like a lipstick, a little compact lipstick it was thing, a, it's or a tra- eyeliner thing. Yeah, it's a travel size cologne spray because it was fifty one dollars, <laughs> and if you would have bought fifty you, bucks for an ounce. Not even an ounce. It's a third of an ounce. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I think an ounce. An ounce it would be like a little tiny little jar or something like that. And so that would, I mean, it would last you a lot longer. Like I think a normal size bottle of cologne is like one point seven ounces. Hey, do you know what I noticed um, about the gift that Jason? Jason basically ran his gift into me. Mm-hmm. And that was, was a, weird. Uh, what is he? He's like personalizing white elephant gifts. Uh, I probably would have stolen it anyway because there's a golf hat in there, a sleeve of balls. What do you mean? You probably it was all Ravens gear. Yeah, the, Who I else know, would was, want that? No, no, no. There was all there's uh, other stuff in there besides the Ravens gear. But trust me, nobody would want the Ravens gear. Yeah. But I mean, th- there was a sleeve of golf balls. There was like an, a twenty five dollar Amazon gift card, another gift card that he probably got for free from somebody else. Was there um, a Bourbon Boulevard gift card in there? <laughs> I did not see a Bourbon Boulevard. I heard through the grapevine that that that. Lurch was hitting up Sam Wiener for for <laughs> gift cards from the sales department. I bet you he was using them as stocking stuffers for all his buddies. Oh, you know that's a great point. I guarantee you that's what he was doing. Uh, but but so they had those gift cards, those golf balls, some golf hats, some socks, and then those Ravens that that Ravens stuff. And these these hats are really nice. And then he also got me like a bucket hat, a Ravens bucket hat. You I know th- what? Hold on. Do you know what I, I noticed? I just realized those are from the McSorleys. How about they have number seven embroidered on them? Do they? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my God. So he got some so, he got, he got so a Trace, freebie. So, so Trace flies out to Arizona. Then he goes raiding the McSorley household for all the leftover oh, Ravens that's gear. So embarrassing. <laughs> how I much, didn't know how I didn't much do you think that. he really spent? Because those are clearly regifted gift cards or something. I bet you he didn't spend a dollar. Um well, he definitely went to Golfdom. I don't know. I don't know if Buddy at Golfdom hooked him or not. Jason doesn't pay at Golfdom. Well, Jason has Golfdom gift cards, right? Of course. All right. So, so he didn't pay. And by the way, uh, uh, so cheap of Lurch. He he got one sleeve of golf balls. He didn't even get a box. Were they Pro V ones? Uh, they're TP five Xs, and there's so, a there's a great okay. golf balls, but it's not even a whole box of of, of golf balls. It's How just much a would sleeve. a box be like thirty bucks? Uh, probably like fifty bucks. Fifty oh, bucks. Wow. All right. All right, but it's just one sleeve. It's fine, mm-hmm. but you know, he probably kept the three other sleeves for himself. I, I'm sure he did. I thought the show today, given the circumstances, we can get into it now. By the way, I should say this before we get too far. This is going to be a, a, a rather quick show. I'm sure you're realizing it by by looking at it and going, hey, it's not an hour. Valdez and I, we have hours of work in front of us, and it's December 23rd, and we don't want to be here till 7 p.m. tonight. So we'll cut this one short. Plus, there's no AWOD, and we'll don't, come back yeah, next people week. Don't realize, people don't realize that the, the drinking show is an enormous amount of work. Well, like show that, and, and yeah. with vacation uh, looming for us or for right. you. And the, the program director is out, so I think I am the acting program director. At least that's what the email says. So I got a lot of my plate today. <laughs> Plus, 
I'm hungry. <laughs> uh, I didn't have, eat, have some guac chips. No, I don't know. I, I barely ate this morning. There's, I'll pam, say there's this, Pamplona in I'll, the break room. It's too old. I'll say this. We've had the palm come in here before, and I've said I've never. I'm, the palm steak is fine. I don't. I don't get that size for the palm when they come in here because I don't like lobster. I don't like cream spinach. And, I'm, and the steaks were always a little bit cold, to be honest with you. <laughs> I got what I ate from Pamplona today. This half a plate, I got sized for. Well, do you know Brian Mitchell was on the uh, was on the prowl for fillets about uh, thirty minutes ago? Hey, <laughs> you know I, I don't blame him. The mac and cheese was great. I had some roasted. Did you potatoes. have the paella? No, the paella was silly. It was shrimp pie, paella. Well, there was it was seafood paella, so there were shrimp, mussels, lobster it, meat. No, I, I, I didn't I didn't have a chance to get that. But I'll say, I wasn't expecting Pamplona to hit a home run with the food, but everyone was raving about it. So props to Chuck. The girls did great today. Yes, that was a great feature of the show today was having those girls just walk in drinks. Yeah. Also, you know what I loved about them? Hmm. They cleaned up. <laughs> They were like real bartenders because they would come in here and take all the empties away. Those girls were awesome. These weren't lazy bartenders from Bonefish that Jason's getting <laughs> free drinks from to barely do anything. A couple ugly dudes. These girls were, were, were attractive, came in here on point. By the way, they took rapid COVID tests. Chuck yeah, the was day of. This morning, like at 5.30 a.m. or something before they came in here. We appreciated that. So everybody felt good about having the, the guest in here. How did you feel about the guys peppering the bartenders about AWOD? I thought they were lying at first. I'm like, they don't know who he is. But I asked, like, I asked Chuck afterwards. He goes, yeah, definitely, especially the brunette. She sees him all the time. But she gave the greatest answer ever about why AWOD's not getting girls. And we have told him this. These girls don't know. I wish, us a- from I wish AWOD was here to uh, basically hear it from the horse's mouth. And she said what when they asked him, why isn't Adam getting girls? He likes sports too much. The (laughs) perfect response. The perfect response. Because we have told that dummy, stop talking to girls about sports. They don't care. How has he not figured this out? I don't know. And I, and he, go, he goes in there with his flat-brimmed hats all the time. Yeah, with the wizard, his wizard's hat. Yeah, and just like, like sports gear. It's like, bro, come on, you... It's obvious, like you're trying too hard, and, right. and they just don't care. Right. I, yeah, I completely agree with you. And by the way, Chuck brought, not only brought stuff for us and for the show, mm-hmm. he basically brought food for El Zol, and he brought food for PGC and Fresh, too. Chuck was uh, was a MVP and today. He brought, and he brought the good hooch, too. Uh, are you taking any of that home, or did our already leave? Uh, he already left. I don't. I don't have any of the good hooch. EB but, just, but EB, EB just, yeah, EB just swiped a bottle of the Jack. Well, he just texted me. He said, "Can you put the Jack in your office?" And I have no idea where it's Jason's at. got the biggest bottle of Grey Goose he took home. I'm a little. I'm a little bit jealous of all that. But I think um, JP gave you his whiskey or something, right? Uh, his yeah. I guess cakes for Secret Santa got booze. Yeah, Basically, the laziest. Not, yeah, the laziest gift ever. That should be outlawed. Don't don't you think? That I think booze next year. Be outlawed? I think next year if we do the drinking show. Gift cards and booze should be outlawed. Okay. Well, let's get to that because I've heard that said a hundred times today. If this is this is the last drinking show, if we do a drinking show in the future, why would we stop? Who is making the decision the, that is leading the charge to stop the drinking show? And why is this year any different from all the previous years where they always say that? Well, it's I know one thing. It's not our decision to stop it. 
I think it's the guys and all of a sudden they have this come to Jesus moment about how poopy they feel when they go home and how they're not young bucks anymore and they can't process <laughs> alcohol in the morning. And I get it. I understand that. But I will say that when those lights turned on and that first drink was poured, they were rock stars. And I, I think in the middle of the show, they realized just how much fun it is. I think they were having fun, but they pulled up. They 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 stopped, they stopped, they they stopped, stopped at the, third before rounding home. They, for they, home plate. they did. They they jogged in, and it's fine because this year was different with the TV thing, and we'll get to that. But none of them were hammered when they left. Cakes, no, Cakes was probably well, the drunkest. Cakes, yeah, but Cakes is he's a gamer, and he took a nap the second this was was probably over today. Uh, I but thought the other Eric, guy, even I, Eric though, I thought kind of stopped drinking a little bit. I thought that they kind of we had, we had to do a shot ar- around the room because just to pick them back up to pick them back up we, when when Ryan got here Ryan toasted the guys and and it picked it back up a little bit but they could have gone a little bit harder than they did and I I don't want to hear about oh I got to go to my in laws at four p.m. what was that about like you known the who drinking. said that I thought EB EB said he had somewhere to go at four p.m. I thought it was his no. in laws I know Jason said he's got to go look at Christmas lights later tonight. You got to be uh, nice. You can't be hung over to go look at Christmas lights. Yeah, you're not driving. When when are we going to get in on on this? Why you, can't we get a, a board op and some producers in here and get and, and get Drab and, and Valdez? Well, I was thinking. I show. was thinking about that. If those guys don't want to do it, if yeah, if the guys don't want to do it, we should have Awad carry the load. He'll that, he'll yell and scream so much. I look. I've embarrassed the hell out of myself before on podcasts, getting drunk on a holiday show, yeah. ripping off the junkies. <laughs> There's an episode. It's called Bode Black, where I actually get so drunk, I take all my clothes off, and I'm sitting in a chair naked doing hey, a show. <laughs> okay, you know hey, that's the kind of Christmas show I want. Yeah. If no one's getting naked. I don't want to listen. And I spent the entire night laying on the bathroom floor. <laughs> puking your guts out. In our studio, outside our studio, puking my guts out. That's how it's That's supposed how it's to be done. done. Now, I haven't done it since. It's not a yearly I, thing. I don't know. I mean, the uh, the junks, ha- number one, have to be willing to pass the torch. And then also the, the sponsorship of it. So right. rap has to be willing to to pass the torch. How? To, do a, to do a booze season. Right. Now, how can we make – I'm going to give us a pass for the last two years. I thought last year was pretty good with the, with the Zoom, and, and we had we did some, what We did what we, we could. We did what we could. This year, um, we have a lot of restrictions on us and what we could do and what we couldn't do, and, and you know, getting Zim here was cool, but we couldn't have a lot of people. What can we do in the future to liven this thing up? I don't know. I'll, people always suggest drinking games, mm-hmm. but I, it's it's just it's too chaotic. Right. There's too much going on to do an organized drinking what, game. What, a, what about this? What about JP's wet dream of having a P1 party? Right. Like we've done it before, kind of where we've had invited people, but th- but say next year we get an exclusive list of like ten P1s. We get D Woods. We get Cowboy Todd, we get Rom, we uh-huh. get all the luminaries here. <laughs> Polyflicks. Polyflicks hanging out in, in, in the green room, and if they're called upon, they can come in, and everybody brings food or so something you wanna, like that. So you want like a cast of characters? I kind, I think I do. I don't know. I, I just want, they can't, they probably won't be able to drink, but. Well, yeah, that's the. the I, 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 a change of pace. 
I don't know. I'm just, I'm just spitballing here. We I, got we I we I want the show to be different year in and year out. Today was a lot of phone calls. Uh there wasn't as many as there has been in the past, but but that's kind of what it. This is very it's informal. This yeah, it needs to be informal, and then it, it needs to be like the guys being. I, I need you know what we need. Hmm. Uh, this is perfect. We need horsey. We need pussy. We need oh, the Cassidy. What? We need all the childhood friends that you would get at Chris Kringle to come hang out, get them, get them sober rides, get them lifts, uh, and but have them the, hanging out with their the, boys. But what do the listeners care about, Stumpy? <laughs> all right, like, <laughs> they just the listeners love it because they get to pretend they're one of the boys, and that and that's why they love that's why they love the drinking show to begin with. So we're gonna have Kringle. Uh, Oh, we yeah. have their we have their Kringle in here. Maybe <laughs> that's not a terrible idea. I like the idea. Of maybe it's bringing... not a bad thought on the fly. On the fly, yeah. What about if we had it taking it out of here and moving it to like MGM? Say the the COVID thing is over and there's no restrictions. We had it in their sports book at six, yeah. six to ten. Yeah, that could be that. Massive. That would be mega. It's like the B bar at the Borgata, right? Yeah, that would be massive. And we have it in the sports book, and we're all betting on the ponies. What what's Aaron early in the morning that we can bet? Cricket, Cricket. soccer, perhaps some soccer. Ah, you know what? That There's might... horse tracks in China and Japan. You, you know what on. there are. We could have live horse betting. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> and then at seven o'clock, seven, but at seven o'clock, all of a sudden Uncle Kenny shows up. <laughs> all right, mm-hmm. and he's telling you what ponies to pick. You know, let's pitch that. To, let's pitch that to CK about having next year's drinking show at, at the sports book. At the sports book, the guys get hotel rooms the night before. Yes, and they they and late checkout. <laughs> All right, they go back and sleep and sleep <laughs> it right, off. Right, well, you realize? Hold on, you realize this is just going to turn into the poker open then, because they're going to do a, a meet up the mm-hmm. night before, right? Uh, I'm I'm for it, and I'm hoping the poker open comes back next year. Yeah, me too. But you, but that's that's what it's going to be. It's going to be like a poker open part two, except there's no tournament. Well, I think it's the drinking show. It would be epic. It definitely would. Be. It'd be epic because during the JPO shows, the guys are sober, so it does have a little bit of a different spin on it. Right, and then plus they have no tournament to play in after the show. Right, so they can go literally right go up to the room and sleep it off. Yeah. All right, let's talk about NBC and the frustrations. Yeah, you could hear everyone frustrated today. We're we're partners with them. You've heard EB take shots at them the last year over the air about the quality of the product. Yeah, I think we need to explain that first and foremost because that Eric has hinted at that a lot lately, Mm -hmm. and it kind of crescendoed today with the the drinking show not being on TV. So how would you explain it to the listener how the product has deteriorated from let's say four years ago to today. Well, we NBC had an entire we team, had a staff team of people in Bethesda. They they work out of the the NBC Sports Washington studios, just like they produced all their other like Caps or Wizards programming. So they had, let's see, they had a producer, they had a director, they had a, a graphics guy, they had a uh, what was Caroline Brandt? social media person, a digital, digital. digital person. So they had at least four or five people working every single morning on the show. Right now we have one person who's working from their home office 
basically just flipping a switch on once we connect to their their Zoom or StreamYard. Correct. There is, and you can tell, looking at it, they can't. He can't. The person who works for NBC can't control any of their cameras from home. Correct. So yeah, all so, the HD silly cameras, all the ca- all the switching that was done for years that made it look unbelievable with the B roll footage of Caps games or Wizards games or Redskins interviews. Yeah. So when we talk about uh, the Caps, they can show they would show specifically from the previous yeah, night. Yeah. Let's say we talked about an OV goal. They would have it ready to go, and they would just all of a sudden show it as the guys are talking about it. We have these... Or tweets. They'd bring yeah. up tweets all the time and show those. Yeah, we have these $10,000 cameras in the studio. How, how many do we have? Four or five of them? Yeah, they're so dusty. Yeah, that, those get zero use. They and can't, those were they can't specifically use installed for television. Right, so now... We are now. We have a Logitech camera pointing at Jason, yeah, who doesn't know how to use it. It's so frustrating. And and Jason's camera. We're basically using laptop cameras half the time, and it looks terrible. It doesn't move. It's you guys have seen it. We're not really explaining anything you don't know about the, about the current setup of it. But we found out yesterday after the show, and what really sucked is that it was after the show that we found out. Now, I heard that they may have mentioned it earlier, but nobody on our show found out till after the show. Like, they may have called the radio station yeah, basically earlier this ten, week. Basically, but. at 1020 yesterday, we got the news that the show was not going to be simulcasted on television. And, and I, I felt so stupid as a producer not letting the audience know that it wasn't going to be on TV and... We could have planned properly for it. I was having a, I was having a nervous breakdown yesterday after the show. I called you like around seven o'clock because yeah, uh-huh. I was I was going nuts. So all I was thinking about is how this this is the biggest show of the year, and we're not giving a good enough product to our loyal listeners. And I felt bad about it. I felt like the the show was going to suffer. I felt like people were going to miss out. But we put Bro, together somebody texted in this morning that they had they, they had a watch party. They had basically. a watch party. They had get, 10 of their friends all got together to turn on the show this morning. And it was a, it was a replay uh, of of yesterday's show. And it's just like, God damn it. We have so much potential on this show to put on a great product. And and the show, it doesn't look great on, on TV anymore. And at least we could at least promise one show a year where. We, everybody yeah, was everyone, having fun you know, and, and you get a for, kick out of it. Yeah, the listeners can forgive, you know, the substandard product for at least one show out of the year because they want to see the guys throwing back drinks. And let me tell you, man, the the Can we can we explain why did we explain why they chose not to? It's not even exactly clear to me why they didn't. I'm just assuming that they don't want to associate themselves with the drinking show or what could have possibly gone wrong during the drinking show. Right. So they, they told us yesterday that they basically said we have off or, or it was like no one's in studio that day. Well, there was a, prob- it's a company holiday. There was a problem yesterday with the show. Like there is almost every day with the video. And I said, Hey, we, tomorrow we got to make sure during the drinking show that everything's working properly. A lot of people are going to be tuning in. I want to make sure that we don't have any technical difficulties. And he said, what are you talking about? We're not doing a show tomorrow. And I literally almost fell on the floor. Your jaw hit the ground. Yeah, and this was after the show. I was I was talking to him about it, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" And I made a few calls, found out what he said was true. Completely stunned. Felt so stupid that we didn't let the audience know. That was most importantly, we didn't let them know. Like we could have said all week, "Hey, 
Thursdays, the drinking show, radio and stream only. We're not going to be on on TV. Don't go looking for there. We're going to start a hashtag now, and so that way you can kind of uh, see what the bartenders look like. You can see EB drinking and doing breathalyzer. And I just didn't have time, and it wasn't to like properly set up the Facebook thing. That was a disaster, but uh, there was no way other way to do it. We other tried. Than we That's tried. all I can yeah. say is that we tried. We tried to, to give you some sort of visual. We, we asked you guys to look to the radio and stream. To I don't know. It, it was what it was. Next year, I promise you, will be better. I don't know if they'll ever show the drinking show ever again, but we'll, we'll make sure that we're properly prepared next year when this does happen. Yeah, we can figure out a way to wire in the mics so that there's audio into a laptop somehow. I mean, right. we'll, we'll, we'll I like just, hire somebody to stream it on Facebook for us, you know, or have AWOD here yeah. and 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 make sure it will look like like BetQL does on Twitch. It will it will look great and it will, it will sound great, but it's just it didn't happen this year, and we're frustrated. You can tell. I didn't want to ruin our day though. Right. Trust me, it was consuming me all day yesterday. Right. Um. So that was kind of the drinking show in a in a very quick kind of capsule i want to talk about something though before we get out of here was jason booking guests <laughs> all right there's a lot we could talk about <laughs> we could spend hours on this yeah but that was all right as pro- as producer yeah. how did you how did you feel about it well i didn't really care he texted me this weekend and jason's like neurotic about the two-man shows he hates them he thinks it's embarrassing because he... Be, well, it's embarrassing because there's people at this station that do a show by themselves. They do shows by themselves. There's, AWOD. You know what? AWOD does a show by himself. AWOD does a show by himself. There's guys all over the country who do it every single day. He's been doing radio for 25 years. He's with his best friends from childhood. It's not a big deal. No. And he wants the entire show to be full, full of guests and sports. <laughs> And I knew that him doing a show with JP, not ideal because there's not a lot of room for shtick, especially when you're out. Oh, no, like you are, you're a, a minor cog uh, in, in this, in this whole thing here. You know what? I'll take it. Thank you. You're, you're right. You are a big part of us doing non shtick or doing shtick and having fun and being goofy. Last week was a, was difficult with yeah, those the guys. The goofy meter was down because it was when just I was out. it was just serious sports talk. Tuned right, into AM radio like, in, yeah. in, in yeah, Dallas. Because they don't the like being thing. goofy to begin with. And then we kind you, of force them into it. Cakes and EB and, and Valdez and I. We force yeah, them next, into the you know, next week's going to be fun. Are you kind of bitter? You're missing out. I am. It sounds like fun and funner. <laughs> it is. Yeah. We're gonna do. We're gonna have guestless shows. Those guys would love, would love that <laughs> if, with with cakes and EB. But Jason texts me this weekend and says, hey, I booked a guest for 920 on Monday. Jason never, like, Jason will text me and say, hey, can we get this guy on? Or, mm-hmm. hey, can I text this person that I know, say, Chris Doring, right? Like, yeah, Jason's yeah, yeah. friends with them. So I'm like, yeah, how about uh, Tuesday at 8 a.m.? That works? All right, good. No, he just texted me and said, hey, I booked this guy at 920. He's a Philadelphia Inquirer columnist. And he's stirring everybody up. I'm like, Jason doesn't, how does Jason even know how to book guests? I don't know. Like, what does he, does he even know what to say to these people have to, that he doesn't know? Apparently, he read some column because he was prepping, I don't know, prepping himself. He found the guy's email, emailed him, and booked him on the show. And I didn't know the guy was a troll. But Jason, I guess, was into that. So, so basically, number one, 
it's okay if Jason goes uh, above and beyond to book the guests because we kind of know what to look for when we're booking guests, right? So I thought it was fine. Like, all right, we, we, we're doing Eagles thing. All right, we just no, had Howard Eskin on. Yeah. Number number two, did you notice Jason being uber defensive of his guests? I know because that's what happens, Jason, when you book guests. You're responsible re- yeah. for them. He doesn't realize that when the segment o- is over, that doesn't mean your relationship is over with this person. The guy was a, a troll. We didn't know him, and he's he was rude to eb that was the no, big he was. thing he was rude to eb Look, it doesn't matter should have hung up on his I know. ass i wanted to i wanted him to hang up on him because when he when he said uh i'm let me finish uh, my ears perked up and i, I was, got wait, I was waiting for that flush and i didn't know if you heard me say this on the show the following day but i got sice when i heard him say that because i wanted eb to hang up on him because you and me weren't going to have to deal with it because that guy didn't know who we were. I didn't book him. I'll never have to talk to Marcus Hayes ever again, or I never have. So it was going to be Jason's problem. And then he could have had to deal with hanging up on a guest <laughs> yeah. or being rude to a guest. But, it's a nightmare when that happens. But it's just, it's so weird that he was so over the top about him. He was, I didn't he was understand. Super, he he was super how, many protective. Say, how many times did he say, that's why I booked him? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to hear that one. That's why I booked he him. He just stirs it up. That's yeah. why I booked him. What? You're you're not even making that's not even making sense. You're just being defensive of the guy because he was because rude to Eric th- on the air. Do you think he was being defensive because Jason didn't want to seem stupid? Not like he, he yeah, should Jason, Yeah, Jason didn't want to seem stupid. The one guess he books turns out to be, be an that- yeah, <laughs> of course. He was responsible for him, just like you and me are most of the other time when the guests come hey, on. Hey, let in. me ask you a question. Do you think Marcus Hayes, columnist, mm-hmm. will ever be on the show again? Not, not, not <laughs> for me or you booking him. So you think, do you think Jason will ever say, hey, do you think we could reach out to Marcus Hayes and have him on again? I think he's persona non grata. Right, there- I, I did like this, though. People were, were trolling Marcus Hayes on Twitter, and they were tagging like us and the junks in it, and they were saying, never have this douchebag on again. And he responded to someone with, hey, listening to the radio is voluntary. Feel free to turn it off. <laughs> you know, that sounds like a pro right there. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Hey, is there Good any, for him. Hey, are there any other guests that are on the uh, the blacklist, the junkies blacklist? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I don't know if I want to like, say him. It's or... like Hop Singh. Who's Hop Singh? It's Seinfeld, where he named names. Oh, he so named they names. Yeah, then he don't deliver. Ed Jamie Isaacoff. Dukes. Jamie Ed Dukes. Ed Isaacoff. All right, look uh, at you. You are a Seinfeld historian. I am. Thank you. Jamie Dukes is on that list because EB and him don't like each other, and they would get into fights all the time. Okay. Pete Prisco used to be on that list. Now he's he's back. But I booked him like a few months ago, and he was really good on the air uh-huh. while EB was out. And then I think I booked him again once EB was back in. What about um, Darren Ravel? No, he you he, he we used, used to, to kind of book him. Uh, yeah, a long time uh, ago. Darren was, he's the worst on Twitter. Yes, I know. He's like the worst on on Twitter, and it's so embarrassing. But he's kind of a big name, and he does have good scoops. So he hasn't been on the show in a long time. But long, he, long. But long he's time. never done anything on the show where that, it's like that's made him kick like kicked off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, if you're like rude to one of the junkies, then we'll probably not have you on a whole lot. You, you sometimes you'll get a second shot, and like he's having a bad day. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, but Pete Prisco and Jamie Dukes. Who else was on that list? 
the guy Bamani, Bamani. Oh, yeah, Bamani. Like, they would always get into fights with Bamani. They didn't right. really like having him on a lot. I got I I liked Bamani because I like guys that can come on and talk about anything, any sport, in, right. at any time. Yeah. Doesn't well, matter if they're well rounded in sports. They, he just knows. A, he can go on any topics at a moment's notice. So those those guys are always good. Bomani's a great radio guest. The guys just got tired of him getting dunked on by Bomani. <laughs> to be honest with you, hey, hey, there's there's only so many posters you can be a part of. Exactly, exactly. So Jason's show booking days are over. I'm glad he. Uh, you know what? I kind of wish we hung up on him because I would want Jason to have to deal with that. I know that would have been I felt. Good. I would have been so so sized. <laughs> That would have been that would have felt amazing. And he spent he spent a day in the life of a what producer. about EB letting some guy I actually teabag him on the air. <laughs> I actually thought less of Eric. <laughs> like what happened to uh, you? That guy's balls were all over his chin. And he said, "Well, I did like his response where he said, "Hey, and I don't even know if I think this was on air. He told us in the producer room at one point. I, yeah, I think he did say this on air. He said, I didn't want to have to upset Jason and sit next to him. Uh, if it was the other guys, yeah, yeah, I could just said, ignore Jason. Yeah, for the rest he said, of the day. if the other guys were in here, Jason could go sulk in the corner by himself and I'd go do a show with the other guys or something basically like that. And that's happened before. Yeah, that's that's right. definitely happened before. If Eric if Eric was quick witted, he would have, and, and Marcus Hayes goes, Oh, can I finish? Can I finish? And, and Eric should have go, should have went, I'm sorry. You start over, <laughs> right? And then, and then he he gives his word out, and then all of a sudden you hear that dial tone. And Jason would have been screaming, <laughs> "No, don't do it! Don't do it! Call him back! Go ahead, come back! Tell tell him we got disconnected." You know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of when Ron Jeremy used to be on the show. Yeah, I think this might have been before you were on with the Junks. Ron Jeremy has not been on the show since I've been the producer. So, so Ron Jeremy was on, mm-hmm. and uh, he would call in. And he would just, all of a sudden, he would just flame. Ron Jeremy would flame about okay. nonsense. And it would be, it would go nowhere. Like Bill Walton. Yes, exactly. And then the guys would just hang up on him. And then they would laugh. And then Ron Jeremy would call again. And then go, he would go, I, I think I got, we, we got disconnected. <laughs> All right. And then he would start flaming again. And they would hang up. They did this three times. But why him. do they keep putting him back on the air? <laughs> because Brad, 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 yeah, they just kept hanging up yeah. on him. It's, it was funny. There is that, the, that that was an old old segment. I think I remember Brett begging for the guys to have someone back on air after they hung up with him on him because like he didn't want to deal with the problem or to give him another shot and it always just ended up poorly. You can usually tell when it's going when it's going bad. I want to say though before we get out of here, props to you. You reached out to see more butts on Twitter. <laughs> And you booked them on the show. Yeah, for, I exchanged some emails with them uh, a couple weeks before the show. The only thing, why was it taking Seymour Butt so long to say yes or no? I think he might have been connected. I I don't know. It might have been his connection. Like he might have been on speakerphone. No, or because like, other times he was answering really quickly. It was like he was building the drama. <laughs> He's a showman. I don't know. It was taking too long. Yes or no? We could have got. We could have found out. You think it took were. too long? I it thought. Did. I thought it hit, hit really well. Maybe I'm I thought biased. That the payoff was great. I thought the payoff was great when they finally figured it out. <laughs> Ryan was actually on to it more so than the junks. So the listeners were texting in before the junks were. Oh, they were. Yeah, I wasn't. They, they had. They well, I'm not sure they knew it was Seymour Butts, but they were saying Peter North, porn, porn guy. Yeah. Hey, what do you think about 
Pete Medhurst uh, tweeted me immediately. I, I love it. Said Seymour I love it. I, 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 I was envisioning Pete sitting in his in, in his car, eating some fast food, <laughs> yeah, having having a McGriddle, having a McGriddle, listening to the junks, and and him realizing it's Seymour Butts on the line, <laughs> and, 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 and having that big ass eating grin on his face. <laughs> His Coca-Cola squirts out of his nose. <laughs> and then Pete immediately tweeted us, yeah, yeah. great job, boys. Yeah, reaching for his iPhone 4 uh, to text us, good job. Yeah. Um, I liked that EB was so well-informed on on Seymour's career. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he didn't have to use his Wikipedia. No, no. Jason was scrambling. <laughs> oh, Adam Glasser. Yeah, yeah. Looking at his Wikipedia. EB was ready to go. Now I was I was confused because I thought I thought Seymour Butts was also the butt man guy. Oh, you thought it was too. I thought it was too. But just because of butts. Yeah, butts, butt man. Yep. No, that was uh, somebody else apparently. <laughs> hey, were you were you laughing as hard as I was when EB was describing the food court scene? <laughs> <laughs> EB's got the worst memory in the world, but his porn recall he, is is he unbelievable. He can't remember what he had for breakfast. I mean, he remembers a porno from 1998. What about when EB said this morning that the drinking show is the only time he's unprepared <laughs> for a show? That was, that was laughable. <laughs> that was so. That's the only time I don't do any prep. Hey, I will say, EB comes to life during the drinking show, and I do appreciate it. He does. And this is his Super Bowl, too. It, it is. The, actually, the, all, all the guys do do a great job, and I appreciate Cakes and JP especially coming in on their day off and, and, and making the best of it. Next year, I promise you, Driving Valdez are promising you right now, it's going to be bigger and badder than ever. <laughs> That's bold. All Love right, bigger, badder, and bolder than ever. We got an entire year to start, pl to start to plan planning. This thing. All right, let's 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 make it great, yes. and let's not have JP almost die again. I that was that was fabulous. <laughs> I hope he does. I <laughs> you hope he does. Well, I don't want him to vomit on the carpet that you and me have to clean up. But yes. I like him being so drunk he passed out in another room. Of course, that's the only way to stop the flaming. Right. All right, guys. We appreciate you listening to Bit Season being part of us. I know today's show wasn't as wacky as some of the other ones have been, but we're just doing a recap show. Adam will be back next week. I'm on vacation, but I will come in on my day off so we can have some fun. New Year's, we'll have a New Year. New Year Rockin' Eve. Yeah, I want to find out, actually a little tease for you guys. I think I'm going down to Cowboy Todd's house for New Year's Eve. Oh, God, it's going to be rocking. All right. So <laughs> that's the plan, at least right now. Hopefully it comes through. We'll have more for you next week on Bit Season. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. And be sure to check out magnoliaadmissions.com. Yes, and also check out our Cameos, Cameo uh, Junks producer, uh, if you type that in the search. Uh, Jarab will be out next week, so we'll do it whenever we get a chance. All right, guys. Merry Christmas. Have a great time with your family and loved ones, and we will see you next week on Bit Season. Yes, Merry Christmas from Bit Season. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.